Welcome to IvilTuddy.net, and if you've been here already, then welcome back, and we're happy to have you back on board, and uh, hopefully you're getting something out of this, uh, this study that we're doing on internal security. We're, uh, we're trying to teach, uh, teach our audience here that is listening that eternal security is a wonderful thing, and uh, you know we should be bathing in it, soaking it in like the like the vitamin D from the sun, because that is the true essence of our faith. Uh, on, our, on our last uh, call, we were talking about uh, how the Apostle Paul, if anybody, was going to be held back, thinking that you know guilty, feeling guilty, and having a, a bad conscience. Uh, it would have been him. He was persecuting Christians before he came to Christ. Literally, probably thousands of Christians were killed under his command, and he watched it happen. Mm -hmm. And then what did he go around preaching? I have a clear conscience, he would say in his letters. What? So what did he know that today's Christians are not understanding? That's the question. It's funny, like, it reminds me of the game Telephone, if you ever remember playing that um, as a kid. Um, at least a kid from the 80s and the 90s, where you whisper something in the next person's ear, and by the time it gets to the end, you're giggling because it's something so completely different, different than what got said before. So that that seems to be what's has been happening over the yeah over the centuries here. Yeah, and it didn't take long because even uh, you know, as the Apostle Paul was preaching from place to place, you had people following behind him trying to manipulate what he taught. And so he is constantly having to come back around. It's like with the Galatians. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? And uh, you look at 2,000 years later, what we have today, it's not surprising. Uh, but there's still people out there that understand the truth. And, uh, you know, thankfully, thanks be to God, uh, we have we have uh, had our eyes open to it and um, and come to realize that there's, you know, just nothing to be gained from mainstream Christianity, except if you want to just maybe learn some facts. But uh, salvation wise, life in Christ wise, we have hollow. What we have out there is hollow, uh, empty teachings. And, uh, you know, that's why we're doing these videos, because we want people to share what we've found in Scripture, what God revealed to us. There's something much greater out there. Than, uh, than what you're commonly hearing out there. And one day we'll share our story. I, I'm not sure that you have that on the agenda today, but one day um, we'll share our story of how we uh, came to realize that uh, we were missing out and we were misinformed and God, uh, yep. well, God came, it's all because of God. God showed us, revealed to us. Yeah, and we want to share that with people. You know, it, I think that's it's, it's the right thing to do, and it feels great. So, I mean, if anybody out there is gaining from this, we're gaining more because this just uh, is is something that you can't keep contained. It's too good. <laughs> and so let's let's see what Christ, Jesus Christ Himself talked uh, about eternal security. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of times people will hear the Sermon on the Mount and think like, wow. You know, he he really came bringing some some harsh rules. But what did he say before he delivered the Sermon on the Mount? He said, I came to fulfill the law. <laughs> he, he came to fulfill the law. So he if if you were to spiritually understand that, you knew that he gave you the prequel. He gave you the good news before he even delivered it. Uh, but the whole point at that time is he knew nobody was going to understand that because they didn't have the spirit of God to teach them yet. And uh, so what that sermon did was bring them to a point of helplessness. Ideally, those who those, those who uh, were his sheep were going to be brought down by that and thought, I have no hope. 
I am I am utterly useless and wretched and evil. That's what it's made to do, bring you to your knees. Because it's not simply just, um, which this isn't attainable either. It's not simply just love your neighbor. Who loves their neighbor every single day? Yeah. That's, that part's not even possible, though people want to even the easiest. say that they can... The seemingly easiest, even right? the easiest part of the Sermon on the Mount, when you really think about it. But to, to say, yeah, just I mean, murder is an ill word that you speak of someone in God's eyes, and adultery is looking at someone just simply glancing at a billboard yeah. with lust, you know, for even a split second. And what did he call murder uh, when you're angry with your with your brother and or sister? Angry. angry. Yes. So he he brought you to your he he gave you the magnifying mirror. The you you were looking at it. You saw your sin. If you, if you were if you were going to repent, you saw it. Otherwise, you were self righteous. Otherwise, you were ignorant, weren't listening. But the Spirit of God had to bring you to that point. And this is the same Spirit that keeps us forever. That revealed these things Just to us. Complete total helplessness. That that's why I'm here. I'm your savior. You need a savior, and that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. That was what the Sermon on the Mount is all about. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's look at what Jesus said in regards to his sheep. So once uh, later on, once he you know once he had done his work uh, on the cross and his resurrection came and he gave the um, the the disciples the Holy Spirit, they went on to be apostles. Once they received the Spirit, they began to understand all the things that he had taught them. So you got to realize, you know, when you're reading uh, the a lot of the words of Christ, uh, you got to realize that when he when they were hearing him say those things, they didn't understand any of it. It says until afterward, and then they started looking it up in the Old Testament and the Torah, and looking it up and seeing like, wow, this this prophecy was real, and oh, this is what he meant. And when he gave them the Spirit, the Spirit led them to all the truth, and the Spirit, that same Spirit, leads us to eternity, eternity, and eternal security. Because if your life, if you don't have eternal security, you have a temporary life. And that's not what the scripture describes that believers have. So if you're thinking that you might not be saved, you should start praying and start uh, start uh, asking for some spiritual guidance because God promises us much more than that. He promises us eternal security, he took away our temporary life and gave us an eternal one. If you still have a temporary life and you're still living day to day based on your actions, you haven't received the you haven't received eternal life or you just don't realize it yet and um we we ought to be rejoicing and and if you don't have that now uh you should you know dig in you know we'll we'll help as much as we can we're going to keep putting out videos and putting out media because we want you to be able to share in this beautiful eternal life that the apostles had and that they wrote about and that we have today and it starts now. It's a celebration that starts now. It's Amen. not a celebration that starts when you get there. Yes, it will be beyond our wildest uh, fantasies, imaginations of what heaven will be. Yes, but the celebration starts now. Life in Christ starts Christ now. Starts Eternal now. life starts as soon as you become a Christian, right. and it lasts forever. So get rid of the guilt and uh, the worry and the uh, the doubt. Is uh, Time to celebrate. So let's talk about Jesus. What did he say in John? He said, and this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. 
For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in, believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So you have eternal life now, and on your last day, he will raise you up. When, when, you're, when this body dies and decays, he will raise you up. He will raise you up. He didn't say he's going to judge you. He says he will raise you up. And scripture teaches us that the Christian dodges judgment. You don't have to There's sit no... in that theater looking at your sinful life. But that's a, a topic for another time. We'll, we'll try to keep it on, on focus. And so Jesus again in John says, um, John chapter 10, verse 27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. So who is the father greater than? According to scripture. All. all. And who's going to snatch you? Who is going to snatch you out of daddy father's hand now that you become a Christian? According to, according to Jesus himself. No one. No one. So do you believe you're going to lose your salvation for some reason? Has somebody told you something uh, that you're not good enough? Well, it's time to stop believing that because that's not what the scripture teaches. That's not what God teaches. That's not what Jesus taught. Jesus teaches eternal security. And part of our reason for uh, talking with you guys and reaching out like this is uh, part of our what would you say, our motivation here, we want to equip the Christian with, um, remind them, I should say, that they are equipped with everything that they need to yep. to know Daddy Father, to uh, be confident in his word. You don't need um, a pastor, an elder. All you need is the Holy Spirit. And once yeah. you have that... Well, what you need is what uh, the prophet Ezekiel told us that we have. He gave us a new heart. He gave us a new spirit. He gave us his spirit, and then our spirits are then one with his. So it doesn't matter if someone has a better, bigger education than you, went to seminary and you didn't. If you have the Holy Spirit, you have everything that you need right there. You have a new heart. So you can confidently say to whoever, your pastor, um, even somebody that you know you, you respect, that you think knows the Bible better than you, you can confidently say, you know, I'm... Sorry, but no, that's not what scripture says. Scripture says that you have a new heart, that uh, that you have all those things, the spirit, the, the, the heart. Uh, you're a new creation. The old self has been crucified and the new one raised up with Christ. How much more perfect can you be when, when uh, in Hebrews he says he has made perfect forever those who he has made holy? Forever perfect. <laughs> then it was prophesied that your sins will be forgiven as far as the east is from the west. There are no more describing words. By one sacrifice, he has made perfect once and for all. What is better? Once than and for all. Perfection, according to Hebrews. Once for all. What is what more is needed there? Nothing. Nothing. Perfect. And that's where our eternal security comes from. We have to understand our forgiveness. Right, Melissa? Right. So let's, let's look at what Paul says. We were, we were talking on our last call about how Paul, you know, if Paul didn't jive with Jesus, he wouldn't be an apostle, right? I mean, 
you'd be like, why is he even in scripture? You know, that doesn't make any sense. But yet it did. He says, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. And as we know, there was a heavy persecution going on in those days. They were fighting a lot. And so this was encouraging to them to hear. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Nothing. So, I mean, angels, any, there is, there's nothing in all creation. The Apostle Paul was convinced that would take us from the love of Christ. So um, that's, that's powerful stuff. And uh, I, I think that we have some good passages to go to uh, for, our, for our next call. I think we'll have to do another bit. Uh, what do you think? What's another bit on eternal security? But uh, there's so much to be said. Yes. All right. Well, let's, let's save that for the next time. Thanks for joining IvilTuddy.net, Bible study without the bologna sandwich, and stay tuned for our next one. We enjoyed having you on board.